Hey, what is up, family? And welcome to another episode of the Dad Different Podcast. My name is Jeffrey, and in this podcast, we talk faith, family, and fatherhood, and really what it means to be men who are raising our families the best we can. Though we face struggles and challenges daily, it's about stepping up and being men who are committed to leading our families well. So thanks for joining me on this journey. And on today's episode, I have a very special guest with me today. Uh, you guys will probably see it in the title. And she is somebody that, you know, I've been trying to get an episode with uh, for a while. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about, you know, something that's very uh, important and dear to us and experience that we've had and um, and others have had as well. And so I hope you stay tuned uh, to this episode, uh, hear what we have to say and we're just here to draw awareness uh, to this topic. So I hope you stay tuned and uh, let's roll the intro. All right. And so once again, thank you guys for tuning in for another week, for another episode on the Dad Different Podcast. And so the special guest that I have with me today is none other than my partner, my beautiful, lovely wife, my beautiful, lovely Puerto Rican wife, I should say, Jaritza. How you doing, babe? Hey, I'm doing good. Well, first of all, you know, shout out to you, babe, for being such a, a big supporter in everything that I do. Uh, literally every hobby that I take up, <laughs> every project that i look forward to doing uh my wife is such a big support and so thank you for for all of that very welcome babe and you know i'm here for you uh so before we get started um into talking about what we're going to talk about today why don't you introduce yourself uh let the people know where you're from i know a lot of my listeners personally know you um obviously there are other people who are listening far uh, and wide uh on the podcast who may not know who you are why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself all right so my name is jeritza and i was born in puerto rico and i was there for at least five years after i was born until my family moved out here i've been living here for over a lot of years i guess <laughs> awesome so puerto rico uh shout out to puerto rico i love puerto rico uh, i had the opportunity to number one that's where we honeymooned and that is also where we went on vacation uh, the kids loved it we yes, loved it. Yeah, we had a really good time. So uh, I just love the the whole vibe out there. You know, people are just easygoing. Uh, the weather is beautiful. The beaches are beautiful. Uh, and the, the uh, food as well is really beautiful. Uh, the food is beautiful, I said. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> that too, the, the food is beautiful and amazing. Um, but yeah, if you ever have the chance, the opportunity uh, to visit Puerto Rico, you know, definitely one of the places that I recommend. So, yeah, so today uh, we want to talk about something that is, you know, to be honest, I didn't really have any awareness to because it's something obviously you, it's not something that you experience uh, all the time, right? And so with a lot of things, I feel like there's, there's awareness months for a lot of things, yeah. right? And if... 
The problem is if you're not, um, if you don't know somebody who has experienced that thing or you yourself have gone through and experienced that thing, uh, you probably brush it off and you don't pay much mind to it. And so this is one of them, um, but this is also something that happens way more frequently than we think, right? Correct. Um, and that is the topic of uh, miscarriaging. Um, when obviously if, uh, if you don't know what a miscarriage is, um, a miscarriage is when a baby, uh, dies in the womb before 20 weeks of pregnancy. And so some women have a miscarriage before they know they're pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, and so my wife, uh, and I'm going to let her speak to it much, much more than, than me. Cause you know, it was her body that went through the changes, uh, she experienced it. Um, though as men, uh, you know, as, as fathers, we experience it too, but I think we experience it on a different level. Um, our bodies didn't go through that. And so it's, you know, I, I think it's it's right to let you speak to it and to uh, just really bring awareness to it. You know, I think, uh, you know, someone you might know who's close to you have probably gone through this and you don't know about it. And what I, you know, want to find out is, you know, why is it so difficult uh, to talk about it and, um, and and really what we can do much, much more to, to bring awareness to it. So, babe, I'm going to let you go ahead and just share that experience of what you went through um, throughout that whole process. And just to be upfront, we went through two yeah not not just one we went through uh two miscarriages before our youngest our youngest who is um amelia amelia yeah so two miscarriages um right now we have four kids yes wonderful kids uh great kids everybody is kind of stepping into their own and it, it's just been a phenomenal experience being a father, uh, obviously having a family. So yeah, babe, why don't you share with the people your experience and uh, what you went through and, and what that was like? Okay. So um, in my experience, um, I remember I had gone to Atlanta with the girls, uh, with your sisters, and we already knew we were pregnant before I left. And we, I did a little bit of research. It's like, it's still early. I could still travel. It's not early enough. Like we were only about probably like five weeks by then. So it was like really early when I found out we were pregnant and I went on a trip and I came back about a week later. So that was like six weeks already. And my doctor's office they don't really see the patient until they're at least nine to 10 weeks into the pregnancy. So we waited and it was closer to 10 weeks when we went to the doctors. And I remember being in the ultrasound room because that's what they do first. So I room being in the ultrasound room and I'm like excited before we went because I'm like, we get to see the heartbeat. Like we're 10 weeks, we get to see a heartbeat, we get to hear it. So exciting. And then we're there and the lady starts looking through and she kind of like, looked a little worried and I knew like once she put the the wand on my belly like I knew something was wrong because you could already see the heartbeat once you're already 10 weeks you could already see the heartbeat when they do ultrasound 
And I knew there was something wrong. And then the face that the lady made, it was like, she confirmed it without saying anything. And I know I started crying. And she was like, oh, it's okay. Like, you're probably like a couple of weeks earlier than you think. And, you know, everything is going to be fine. And I'm like, I'm just like looking at, at you. And I'm like, really thinking like there's something wrong. And then she's like, okay, just wait in the waiting room, go to the and the doctor will call you soon. So we went to the doctor's office, into the doctor's, like, the room. And then she started talking to us about it. And I just, like, started crying because I knew, even though she said, it's probably early, we're just going to do some blood work, see what happened. And I knew, like, there was something wrong. Like, I knew it wasn't going to go any further from there. And... Um, I remember her saying that it, ha- it happens more often than we think. And even though, like, I have three kids, three healthy pregnancies and everything, it still can happen. And we don't know who, why, why it really happens. So then the next couple of weeks after that, it was hard because, like, I still had to go to another. The next week I went to another doctor's appointment. Still nothing. Like, no heartbeat, no nothing. So then they did another blood work and the levels, the HCG levels were going down and down. And that's when she's like, yeah, like your body's going to go through a miscarriage. And she explained everything that was going to happen. Like we had that option to let it happen naturally or the option to go in, into the office and getting it done, like getting it removed um, with whatever instruments they actually use. But I didn't want to go through that. Like I felt like that was going to be harder for me to process everything so I ended up going with the natural way and it was really hard because it was painful really painful I remember the it's kind of like a period but it's like a hundred times worse because the pains that you go through it's kind of like labor pains like your body's like giving birth to your fetus like your your sack with your baby in it no matter like how early I was, I was only like 10 weeks when it started happening. And the worst part of it was when the sack with the fetus came out. That was like so heartbreaking because I know like a lot of people like they have miscarriages or they just go to have abortions. And that's like my baby was the size of when people go have abortions for a real life baby that wasn't like dead you know, and it was really hard seeing it. And I remember after seeing that, like, I just spent the rest of the day laying down and I cried because I felt like, like I wasn't enough for this baby. Like the devil, I like at that time, the devil started throwing like the most negative things that you could ever imagine. Like, how could I not be enough for this baby when I had three other pregnancies, you know? And I remember thinking, why wasn't I enough? Why wasn't I enough for this pregnancy? Like, what did I did something wrong? Like, did I go travel too early in the pregnancy? Was it my fault? Like, I had so many questions in my mind. And I remember after the whole miscarriage that I went to the doctor's office, she's like, it wasn't your fault. Like, she told me, she kept trying to reassure me that it wasn't my fault. But in my mind, I just thought it was my fault. And that was the first miscarriage and that was august 10th 2018 and that was 
even harder because that was right after your birthday and i was like so sad because it would like we were so happy for your birthday it's like we're gonna have another baby and then it happened and then for the second i was so much more earlier i think i was like just seven weeks and it was it wasn't i want to say it wasn't as bad as the first one but it was still it still hurt it was still heartbroken like breaking and i remember it was right after thanksgiving it was november 29th that day um that it happened i had called the doctor's office and i wasn't seen yet because i was only six weeks and then like the doctor was like um to go get blood work and they noticed like because of the blood levels that it was another miscarriage so it's like in this part i'm like thinking like there's something wrong with me like it's me it's nothing else like something happened after like the last pregnancy after jeremiah and now i mean after scarlet and now i can't have any more babies after this like it's my fault it's my body what am i doing wrong and then um like why like i kept asking myself like why again why did it happen like we want to have another baby why is this happening to us but the thing is that it doesn't only affect me it has affected so many women out there, like so many women, and nobody speaks about it. And that's the hardest part, because if you don't speak about something, it's just going to get harder and harder for you to process what had happened to you and to your body. So like, I wish more people would come together and speak about this topic because it affects a lot of people. Yeah, man, just listening again to that experience um we actually had to to pause it for a little bit because my wife but it is uh, certainly difficult to experience uh something like that and especially after you know like you mentioned uh having gone through uh three pregnancies all perfectly fine you know the kids were healthy you know healthiest of the healthy and then you know we get to this point and you know, where we, we lost uh, two babies. I remember when the doctor was telling you the news and, you know, obviously you can see how she was trying to reassure you. In my mind, as I left the doctor's office, you know, I, I had hope, you know, I had uh, so much hope, you know, and I've never, you know, to be honest, thinking about it now, I've never felt um, more hopeful about something before uh, than I did that, you know, thinking, Hey, we're going to go back into that doctor's office. They're going to run those tests again. They're going to see a heartbeat. And then, you know, we're going to go through this pregnancy. And, but that didn't happen. And we'll never know why it didn't happen. And, you know, here we talk about uh, faith, um, you know, being people who are uh, rooted in faith. Uh, we have to understand that uh, we're not going to know all the answers. We're not going to know why this didn't work out. And we look at today, we look at uh, now, we have Amelia who is going to celebrate her first <laughs> birthday in two weeks. In two weeks. Uh, we, we just can't be thankful enough. And I think experiences like that really do, um, you know, and when you're in a marriage and in a relationship, uh, they bring you closer. Um, they allow you to see your spouse um, at their most vulnerable. And you know, especially with my wife, um, you know, I, I experienced it too, but obviously I didn't experience it to the level that she did. 
uh, she went through the physical as well as the emotional. Um, and I would probably say that the emotional for her was probably 10 times more than mine. Um, you know, cause as men, you know, we, we want to uphold a certain level of strength, right? I want my wife to know though I'm going through this with you, um, though I'm not crying, uh, I'm, I'm here, I'm experiencing it too. And so I held on to that hope. Um, but you know, it, it didn't happen. It didn't work out, but we give God thanks uh, that we will be celebrating our Amelia's birthday in two weeks. And then we have, you know, three other healthy, uh, beautiful children who are growing up. And so really what I wanted to do is, uh, number one, get my wife on here uh, so <laughs> you guys can meet her. And we'll probably have uh, more episodes uh, with her in here as well. But I thought this would be such a great time to have her on here, speak about an experience that we've gone through um, to bring awareness uh, to this thing uh, that so many women, I think, what is it, one in four? Uh, that is astronomical, one in four. Um, and obviously with my wife, I know uh, she's gone through it and I can count uh, many other women that I know uh, who have gone through it as well. And so it, it really is a tough topic um, to speak on. And as my wife was talking and, uh, you know, she started to tear up and this was what? It's been two years already. It's been two years and it, it's still, uh, it still rocks you. It still shakes you. And so uh, we would just want to encourage, um, you know, those, you know, part of this podcast is being transparent uh, and, you know, being vulnerable to bring healing. Cause I think, you know, for many people who don't have that avenue, who don't have that someone to talk to, I think it's important to let them understand and let them know that, uh, they're not the only ones. They're not alone. They're, you're not alone. You know, um, there are so many women and don't think it's you. And that's one thing that I took away from that. You know, it's, it's hard. I know it's hard at the moment to not feel the guilt. Yes. Right. Because yep. uh, you feel like it's you. I felt like it was me. Yeah. I felt like it was my fault. Like I did something wrong to make it happen. Yeah. Um, but it's not you. Um, you know, stats, the stats themselves and in, in studies show that that they don't know all the causes of miscarriages. Um, obviously, you know, things could be health wise or whatever it may be. Uh, they just don't know. And so don't think that it's you. Uh, and that it's your body. It's just something that happens. But our uh, our point here is to just bring awareness to it, um, bring light to it. And I know, um, I feel like my wife had a, a good time just sharing that yes, um, I did. with you, uh, with, with everyone that's listening. So if you are somebody who has gone through that, just know that you're not alone. That, you know, though, you know, you may experience one or two, uh, you know, there'll be that one that will bring... Uh, life to your life um, that will give you joy uh, like our Amelia is is giving us joy yes she's like so awesome yeah <laughs> well um, babe obviously like I said uh, we as men we we experience too and I think obviously men uh, we don't go into our own circles and, and talk about it too and obviously that's a that's a double whammy because the women uh, they probably don't go to you know their friends and talk about it because i think it, it really is personal it is yeah um it's really personal but i feel like if you do 
sit and speak to like about it to somebody that you know that have gone through it i feel like the pain will be it won't be gone obviously but it will help you process it because i remember when i was pregnant with amelia i did speak to somebody from a church that had had a miscarriage and she was pregnant also with her baby and you know it helped because like she had spoke about it like openly to on her page and she spoke to it at church too and that really like helped me be able to, to open up and speak about it because I remember the first time I actually said it out loud was with our friends at dinner and I was like yeah this happened to us and they like what like they didn't know what to say to me and that's the thing like when you go through it and you start speaking to about it out loud to people that have never experienced it they just look at you like they're trying to like I feel like they pity you or something because they don't know what to say like they never went through it they don't know the words to, to like tell you like I'm sorry or because if somebody tells me hey this happened to me and I'd be like uh Sorry, yeah it's it's tough if you haven't been through it um you you can only go so much in trying to understand uh again i think it's something that just takes so much emotionally and physically um just as you mentioned that you know you you would have to be close to someone or be that person yourself uh to experience it and to really understand it and so what advice or what word of encouragement would you give to somebody who might be listening or, you know, might know somebody who is going through that right now or who has gone through that experience? So I would say if you're somebody who is going through it or had gone through it recently, try to find somebody to speak to, like, so you can let your emotions out so it could help you heal. So if you're somebody that knows somebody who had who is going through it, or who might go through it in the future just be there for them like be there to listen to what they have to say and just give them time to be able to like be able to put their feelings together to be able to speak to it about it because it's hard at first like all the thoughts that you go through it's really hard and you have you need time to heal like physically emotionally on your own but always be there for them so, so whenever they're ready to start speaking about it, they know that you're there for them. Yeah. And so, and again, our part is um, just shining light and bringing awareness to this, uh, this issue that really plagues a lot of women, uh, that plagues a lot of couples, plagues a lot of families. But we're just doing our part in sharing our experience to, uh, to the many uh, who will listen to this podcast. And so uh, for me, uh, I would say, you know, if you're uh, a father, you know, um, and if you're a, a new father or, you know, you're somebody who's been a father for a while and you've experienced this, you know, like my wife said, I think the, the biggest thing that we can do for our spouses is just listen, um, you know, just listen, uh, give them time to uh, heal both obviously physically uh, and mentally, because they're going through a lot, uh, they're taking on a lot, and they're feeling a lot. And so our number one job is to uh, let them understand that we are there. But I would also say in the midst of that, fellas, that we do not forget ourselves, 
that we do not forget to to process that too, um, to process that hurt, the pain that we would also go through um, through that. Though we might not feel it the same way that they do, uh, we do feel something because something that always gets me about pregnancy uh, with with kids now is you immediately have love for someone that you've never met before. And, you know, that love doesn't stop, you know, that love doesn't stop when they don't make it. And so uh, just imagine, uh, you know, I, I think about that, you know, how God loves us, you know, uh, whether we know him or not, he loves us. And so he's just kind of waiting for us to, uh, you know, come to him. Just imagine that love that you have for someone that you've never met before. So you've gone through it, you, you're, you know, you're, you're trying to process it and it's important that we process, but at the same time, uh, be there for our spouses. And so I think that will do it for this episode. I want to thank my wife and uh, first and foremost for uh, <laughs> being here and finally, you know, chatting. Yeah, I think this was nice and I definitely look forward to the many conversations uh, that we will have. If you guys enjoyed this episode specifically with my wife on it, let me know, please. Uh, whether, you know, by leaving a, a comment or a review uh, or a rating to letting us know that, you know, you like this episode huh, with the two of us on here and we will certainly bring more. Yeah. Also, like if you guys have any questions for us about this topic, like feel free to like comment or send an email, anything like I'm happy to chat with your wife if this is something that you guys are going through and you guys want to talk to somebody you know um or any questions you have for for my husband here um they're welcome yeah the the main thing is just to remember that you're not doing it alone you're not alone uh despite that you might feel that you're alone you are definitely not and um there are brighter days and those brighter days are going to come and so i hope you guys were encouraged uh by my wife and i and the experience that we went through that we were able to not only go through it, um, but now we're here speaking about it in hopes that we can help somebody out. Uh, just know that you're not alone. There's so many others who are going through that. And we're just bringing awareness to something that is near and dear to us and something um, that affects many. So once again, hope you were blessed by this uh, topic and by this time. And thanks again for joining us for another episode. All right, guys, thanks for joining me and my wife today for another episode on the Dad Different Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to share and leave a review and rating on Apple Podcast. And if you're not subscribed yet, I'd love for you to do so. That way we can continue to grow the community and celebrate this wonderful journey called fatherhood together. Also, I'd love to hear from you. You can check out more of Dad Different on Facebook at iDadDifferent. Instagram at dad different or by email at I dad different at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and to all my dads out there. Let's stay committed to leading our families. Well, our kids are not looking for perfection. They are looking for our presence. So don't stop being present. Don't stop being different. 
And so until next time on the Dad Different Podcast, I'm your host, Jeffrey, and I will catch you guys on the next one. Mm-hmm.